Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Suzanne Blimson. A French plan to levy an extra tax on big tech companies has sparked criticism from entrepreneurs who warn the move damages President Emmanuel Macron's attempt to transform the country into a start-up nation. Josh Noble spoke to Harriet Agnew in Paris about the controversy. Nous créons aujourd'hui cette taxation des plus grandes entreprises numériques au niveau national. Cette taxe, elle est simple, elle est ciblée, elle est efficace. Elle est simple puisque elle aura un taux unique 3% sur le chiffre d'affaires. We just heard from Bruno Le Maire, the French finance minister, extolling the virtues of his so-called GAFA tax, which aims to impose a 3% levy on the turnover of big tech companies like Google, Amazon, Facebook and Apple. The tax would be targeted, effective and simple, he said. But there has been a swift and critical response from the French tech industry, which sees the tax as at odds with President Macron's push to cement the country's position as a start-up nation. So, Harriet, what's the main reason behind this tax and who is actually going to be hit by it? Well, Bruno Le Maire has said that he wants to rewrite the fiscal framework to make it fit for the 21st century. This is to really reflect the fact that the world's biggest companies are dealing in data, digital advertising and online services rather than physical goods. And in the past, what happened was many of these big digital companies rooted their profits through lower tax jurisdictions like Luxembourg or Ireland. And this allowed them to pay a much lower effective tax rate. So France has been a vocal proponent of finding ways to generate greater tax receipts from digital and tech companies in the places where they actually make their sales. And Bruno Le Maire says it's also about fairness. According to the French government, European small and medium-sized enterprises pay on average a tax rate that's 14 percentage points higher than the digital companies. Now, if it's approved by Parliament, the law could be enacted retroactively from the 1st of January this year. And the French government has estimated that the new tax would raise about 500 million in 2019. And do we know exactly who is going to be hit by this? Is it just the sort of big four US firms or does it go wider than that? No, it goes wider than that. Mr. Le Maire has said that the new tax would capture about 30 companies globally. So as well as the famous GAFA, it would be companies from China, Germany, Spain and the UK. Notably, there's only one French company that would be caught, which is advertising platform called Criteo. So the French have decided to kind of go it alone on this issue. Why isn't there a Europe-wide response to this issue? Well, I think the fact that the French are going alone just reflects how difficult it is to resolve this issue. France tried to lead a wide-ranging digital tax at European level, but it was unable to get the unanimity that was required because countries like Ireland, Sweden and Denmark are opposed to an EU-wide digital tax because they've argued that it could lead to retaliation against European companies in the US. I think it's also there important to consider the work on this that's being done at a global level. And Mr. Le Maire insisted today that the national tax that France is pushing through doesn't limit its desire to find a global solution. And he's hoping that the French levy will be soon superseded by a global initiative. Last month in Paris, Mr. Le Maire met with Steve Mnuchin, the US Treasury Secretary, and they've said that they're accelerating talks at the OECD to find a solution to global tax reform by the end of 2019. And this is a year earlier than they'd previously envisaged doing. You mentioned that this tax the government hopes will raise about 500 million euros. This isn't a huge amount of money for a government the size of France. 
So is this about economics or is this about politics, especially with the background Mr Macron has been facing quite a lot of criticism that his government has been overly generous towards the wealthy. So is this politics or economics? Well, look, I think it's certainly quite symbolic. And while the work on the digital tax predates the Gilets jaunes protests that have rocked the French government since November, it definitely ties into Macron's response to those protests. So you'll remember that back in December, he announced a package of measures aimed at quelling the protests. And one of the things that he said in that was that the government will clamp down on tax evasion and make sure that businesses pay their fair share. Going into the French presidential election that Mr. Macron won, he was seen as a bit of a hero by the tech industry and was always visiting startup companies in Paris and on the campaign. Just wondering, what exactly has he done in office to try and foster this whole idea of France as a startup nation? Well, as you say, Macron is a great friend of tech and of startups and a big proponent of these industries in France. He's vowed to make the country a startup nation and a nation of unicorns. So since he came into power, he's done a number of measures in order to support this. So firstly, he overhauled the wealth tax to make it a tax on real estate only. The idea behind this was it would free up money that could be invested into the real economy, into areas such as startups. But he also introduced a flat tax on dividends, which is something that entrepreneurs in France had long demanded. And then they've also been trying to encourage more tech talent to come to France. And only last week, the government unveiled a special new visa to do this. So lots going on, but has it worked? Yeah, it certainly seems to be paying off. I mean, French tech is on a roll at the moment. Last year, it recorded a record amount of money that poured into the country's startup scene. And initiatives like the Station F Startup Incubator have put France on the map internationally. I think for the next stage, France needs to go beyond this startup nation into a sort of scale-up nation and have some big internationally successful companies. If there were presumably more big international companies, there'd be more French companies that would be affected by this new tax. Just curious, with the current state of affairs in the French tech industry, what do they think about this new tax? They're not going to be hit by it, but if they ever get successful, they might. Well, exactly. And I think people I spoke to were a bit disappointed by the new digital tax because they felt that it undermines all of this good work that the French government has been doing to boost the tech industry and to improve France's image internationally. So the investors that I spoke to felt like the tax sends out the wrong signal to startups because really it tells you to either curb your ambition so you don't reach this threshold or just don't do your business in France. I spoke to Pierre Deriban, a partner at Stride.vc, which is a venture capital firm. In terms of signaling, this looks like a setback from the real progress the French government has made in encouraging a startup nation and improving the country's image internationally. And I also spoke to Usama Amar, who's co-founder of The Family, which is an accelerator for new companies in Paris. He believes that the move smacks of protectionism. For the French government, tech companies is synonymous with US companies which means that there is always a protectionist bias when it designs the rules. There is no large domestic company here to push back and make the case for value and job creation. It can be a very vicious circle. More bad faith regulation and taxation makes it more difficult to grow local companies, which leads to even more bad faith. And France Digital, which is an industry body, has called for the government to target the tax better. They've said that it needs to concentrate exclusively on targeted advertising. And they also think that it needs to be better structured to avoid multiple taxation of the same turnover. So it's a pretty divisive policy. It's eye-catching and it's symbolic. 
Do we have any idea whether or not it's likely to work? Will it raise the money that the French government claims it will? Well, it's hard to know exactly whether Mr. Le Maire's estimates are correct. And I think one thing to bear in mind is that the tax is going to be quite hard and laborious to collect. It's supposed to be applied on revenues generated with a French audience. But at the moment, this information isn't stored anywhere. And so it will be difficult to obtain and measure. Thanks, Harriet, for joining us. That was Josh Nabel talking to Harriet Agnew in Paris. Thanks for listening. And remember, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, you can find our latest subscription offers at ft.com slash offer. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.